0: This episode of the Officer Down Memorial Podcast is sponsored in part by Law Enforcement Labor Services in Minnesota. Law Enforcement Labor Services, also known as LELS, is Minnesota's largest public safety labor union, with over 7,000 Minnesota public safety members serving in all areas of public safety law enforcement, 911 dispatch centers, corrections, public safety administrative support personnel, and firefighters. Established in 1977, LELS serves over 260 different public safety agencies and over 450 locals across the state of Minnesota. With their administration, general counsel, three staff attorneys, and 14 business agents, LALS provides contract negotiations for better wages and benefits, grievance processing and representation, discipline representation, mediation and arbitration, assistance with representation for post board hearings, and in-line of duty death benefits for survivor families. Find out more about law enforcement labor services at LELS.org. LELS.org. Episodes of the Officer Down Memorial Podcast may contain strong language and violent content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everyone, and welcome. I'm Scott Rose. I'm currently the sheriff with the Dodge County Sheriff's Office in southeast Minnesota. And I'm your host for today's new episode of the Officer Down Memorial Podcast. In each episode of the Officer Down Memorial Podcast, we'll share the details and the stories of how these men and women heroically lost their lives in the line of duty. Our mission is to help ensure their service and their sacrifice is never forgotten. Thanks for spending some time with me today to remember and honor these fallen heroes. Blooming Prairie a small, typical Midwestern farming community located in southeast Minnesota. The city was platted in 1868 and took the name of the surrounding Blooming Prairie Township. It was incorporated in 1874 and has a historic downtown listed on the National Register of Historic Places. One interesting historical note, Blooming Prairie was also a busy little town during Prohibition days. Several tunnels were dug under the businesses for the purpose of making and peddling moonshine. 18 years later, with a population of over 1,400 people, Blooming Prairie continued to prosper in Southeast Minnesota. The average cost of a car that year was $1,500, and they were paying 19 cents a gallon for gas. Two-tone paint and turn signals if you bought a new car were still extra options you had to order. Many drivers were still using hand signals back then to tell other drivers which way they were turning. I Love Lucy was everyone's favorite on TV. The year was 1951. Today, we call them police chiefs. Back then, the city officer was called a city marshal. In 1951, it was Neil Johnson serving the community of Blooming Prairie. He moved there in 1948 with his wife and family from Ellendale, where he previously served as the city marshal. It was a Saturday afternoon, December 22nd. Temperatures in the 20s. It was snowing. Christmas Eve was just two days away. 26-year-old Thomas Underwood. He'd been separated from his wife and was living in the second-floor apartment of the Ditlifson family home in the northwest part of town. The two of them had a four-year-old daughter named Linda. The courts had ordered Thomas to stay away from his wife and daughter. Back then, the language in these court papers were a little bit different. This order indicated he was prohibited from molesting or visiting his wife and child. Thomas distraught by the no-contact order, went to the Ditliffson residence shortly after 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, looking for his wife and his daughter Linda. Thomas stormed into the house with a nine-shot automatic target pistol and demanded to see his family. Edward Ditliffson stopped him and tried to talk Thomas into putting down the gun. Edward promised Thomas that if he would just give him the gun, Edward would let Thomas use a downstairs room to meet his wife. While Edward was trying to negotiate with Thomas, Edward's 17-year-old daughter, Marion, called for the marshal. Statistics show that in the United States, domestic violence-related calls are one of the most dangerous calls for law enforcement to respond to. They're one of the single largest category of calls received by police, accounting for between 15% to more than 50% of all calls. City Marshal Neil Johnson He was born on November 6th, 1902, and had been the City Marshal there in Blooming Prairie for three years. That weekend, one can only imagine that his wife and two sons were excited, preparing for the Christmas holiday that following week. Monday was Christmas Eve. Marshal Johnson responded to the Ditlipson residence at one o'clock. He entered the home from the front, and he confronted Thomas Underwood inside. The marshal didn't draw his gun initially. When he walked in, Thomas said, if you reach for your gun, I'll shoot it out of your hand. The marshal continued to walk towards Thomas, possibly trying to knock the gun out of his hand. At that moment, Thomas fired seven rapid shots towards the marshal, six rounds hitting the marshal and one ricocheting off his belt buckle and into the living room floor. Marshal Johnson fell back, pulling his firearm and firing two shots at Thomas. Both shots missed, hitting the wall near the ceiling. Edward Ditlofsson was grazed by a stray bullet that went through his pant leg, but it missed him. As Marshall Johnson lay lying on the floor, Thomas walked over to him and shot him again. This time, in the right temple, Marshall Neil Johnson died a few minutes later on the living room floor. The Ditlison family was all there to witness it. Edward, his wife, and their two daughters, 17-year-old Marion and 12-year-old Connie. Thomas's daughter Linda also witnessed the shooting. According to studies by the United States Department of Justice, domestic violence shootouts with law enforcement over 50% of the time happen right at the front door. Thomas ran out of the home and took Marshall Johnson's car. He headed towards Rochester, which is about 38 miles east-northeast of Blooming Prairie. Blooming Prairie is primarily in Steele County, with a small portion in Dodge County. The backup for Blooming Prairie would be the Steele County Sheriff's Office. Back then, the sheriff was Don Christensen. Interesting historical note with Sheriff Christensen. He was elected back in 1946, and five years after this incident, he died of a heart attack. And his wife, Mary, was appointed by the county to fill the remaining two and a half years of his term. Sheriff Christensen was notified of the shooting, and then he responded to Blooming Prairie. He gathered help from other agencies to search for and to find Thomas Underwood. Within an hour, Thomas was located, stopped, and arrested without incident at Highway 63 and Highway 14, just south of Rochester. Officers at the scene found the gun Thomas used to shoot Marshal Johnson. It was in the glove box. Thomas Underwood confessed to the murder of City Marshal Neil Johnson, and he was charged with first-degree murder and sent to prison. Neil Johnson was 48 years old, survived by his wife Luella and two sons, 21-year-old Gordon and 12-year-old Dale. He was buried at First Lutheran Cemetery on 115th Avenue in Dodge County. Neil Johnson is the only line of duty death recorded in Blooming Prairie. He is one of over 30 fallen heroes in southeast Minnesota that are remembered and honored every May during Police Week in Minnesota by both the Minnesota Law Enforcement Memorial Association as well as the Law Enforcement Memorial Foundation of southeast Minnesota. The foundation is currently raising funds to build a memorial in Soldiers Field Park in Rochester to honor these fallen officers. If you're interested in supporting the foundation and Minnesota Law Enforcement, and you'd like to donate, please check out the Foundation website. They're at www.lawenforcementmemorial.org. Thank you for spending the time to listen, learn about, and honor the memory of this fallen hero. Make sure you take the time to thank your local law enforcement for their service and for their sacrifice don't forget to thank their families too. They give up so much for our safety as well. It's up to us to help ensure the sacrifices made by these fallen heroes and by their families are never forgotten. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Let's show these law enforcement officers and families our support. Until next time, this is the Officer Down Memorial Podcast. I'm Scott Rose. Thanks for listening.